Someplace underneath. Neath is a planet gone missing into time. A moon believed to be in the orbit around Venus. The moon was named Neith after an early Egyptian goddess who, according to the lore, is the birth mother of the universe. Astronomers spotted Neith 30 times since it was discovered, but it went missing, and it has not been seen since the late 1700s. Where did it go? Where did it go? Poor women, trans women, women of color, women in fringe religions. What do they all have in common with this ancient missing moon? They go missing. A lot. A lot. I'm Natalie Jean, and I'm joined by Amber Nelson every week to look into a case where we answer the age-old question, where them hoes at? Let's talk about it and see how we can help. Someplace Underneath, a show about the missing. Missing from home, missing from justice, missing from the conversation. Plus, there are dick jokes. Listen wherever you get your pods. Hi there, you sexy podcast listener. My name's Henry Zabrowski from The Last Podcast Network. And wow, it's me, Holden McNeely. Great. (laughs) We wish to present unto you Last Podcast Network's Deep Dives Dune, where we'll be talking about all things Dune-centric. It's like a book club, but you don't even have to read the book. You don't have to read the book. You just have to sit and listen to two soft-bodied men warble about it. But soft-bodied men is what brought you Dune in the first place. You're welcome. Some people call me book stupid, but even I think Dune's a pretty fun read. Dune's got space witches, sandworms, and a tiny boy king that can see the future. He's only 15 in the books. They're making a movie about it. He's not 15 in the movie. From Stilgar Sietch down to the card of the god emperor Leto to himself, we will plumb and dig in the guts of Frank Herbert's masterpiece Dune and its far superior sequels. I'm finding some of the sequels difficult to read. Silence! Join I, Henry Zabrowski, and the useless appendage Holden McNeely as we ride the sandworm in Last Podcast Network's Deep Dives Dune, a limited series from Last Podcast Network and Spotify. Listen to new episodes of LPN Deep Dives Dune, only on Spotify starting March 15th. There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. stories. (laughs) Yes. Does Puffin or Jerry, do they just bark at nothing? They bark at the corner, uh, which is extremely scary, specifically given the scene from Hereditary. Jerry barks in the upper right-hand corner. I don't know what it is at, but he only does it at certain times, and it is extremely scary if I'm on 25 milligrams of edibles. Of course. Extremely scary. I wonder why it's the one corner. Wendy does the know. same thing. It's always in the middle of the night. She had, There's one little section. She starts freaking out. It's like by the back door, and I have this like it's elongated fantasy that... She like we are all like you know we think Wendy's crazy like oh Wendy sure. why are you barking why are you barking crazy then, dog like, cuts to every single time she's barking there is like a heaving seven foot tall maniac yeah. just waiting for me and Natalie to be vulnerable yeah just licking a butter knife yes. being like yeah now you're the toast we're gonna do it slow <laughs> <laughs> hey what's up everyone welcome to side stories I am Ben hanging out with Henry yeah pets huh aren't they weird and isn't it creepy how they can stare at nothing for hours and bark but you're right henry i do believe the puffin and jerry see stuff especially puffin i don't know i was watching who doesn't this t- really bark he'll make more of a noise of like 
Come hither, come play. He wants to play with the ghost. I was watching this little documentary that someone had sent me, and it was about uh, living with children with severe psychosis. And it was talking in... You know, it was a very nice, positive documentary about how, you know, you, you got it. They're just kids. They're just kids. But the kid who um, wouldn't leave his Joker makeup. So he had his Joker <laughs> makeup on and they were trying to describe about how when they used to start uh, reading him books, how they knew that he was exhibiting very intense symptoms yeah. of what would be uncontrolled schizophrenia, that he would start to see the pictures on his walls, like wave at him and shit. Isn't and he had nice? people in the vents that he used to talk to. And like, it does kind Kind of sound cool, but like photorealistically, that's fucking frightening. Well, you just see all the things going like, "Hi, Henry, hi. Don't doing? kill at school today. Don't, don't kill, kill." That's very nice that the clown said, "Don't kill." I mean, I guess he doesn't want me to get in trouble because then he'll be lonely. Absolutely. But it the sounds idea like... of dealing with your child, yeah. saying that they're seeing all of this shit, like uh, just floating around—that's not. That's what Jerry's doing. Little Miss Sunshine set in hell. I love it. Those kids are fun. If you do have one of those children. Oh, God bless you. Tiptoe. I always tip-toe. say tiptoe. Yeah, oh, yes. Tiptoe around them. You never know. I watched an entire documentary on YouTube. Have you heard of it? Oh, that's the tube. That's for that's you. You are the tube. Uh, I watched a show on parents talking about having a psychotic son who wants to kill them. Oh, and, yes. I remember uh, that doc, too. It's really scary. Oh, so, yeah, man. Be careful what you're doing. I don't know if it's, it's something why we that you... are getting chihuahuas. Those are perfect. Yes, because they do want to kill you, and you know that they're openly hostile to you. Yeah. But also at the same time, if they try anything, you can snap their spines if you need to. You could if you needed to, unless there's a massive gang of chihuahuas, as we know from Detroit. Mm-hmm. They will kill you. They, they will. will suffocate you, and they will eat your entire family they and will. Eat, eat you, starting with your testicles going up to your eyes. But nonetheless, it's still more comforting knowing that I will get eaten by a group of chihuahuas than just one of my own offspring mm-hmm. slicing my throat as i sleep at night i mean i don't want it to happen i don't want it to happen either it's very you are vulnerable as a parent but you, you are like i always say the parent is the the child's first victim well it's the closest one yep. of course speaking of parents uh, or children who have killed said parents did you see one of the menendez brothers just gave an interview he's all bald now oh yeah i saw he's bald yeah i mean you know I, what? that's what happens you know what not a lot of wrinkles i think he's doing fine he might be getting botox in jail he really might be so the menendez kid one of them i forget which one of those douchebags was talking but he's all bald now so you can make fun of him for that <laughs> what a dork honestly being bald is actually a sign of high testosterone testosterone, he's actually very manly yep that's what they said well let's go on to a tale speaking of high testosterone henry oh yeah you i know you're full of it i mean look at my body (laughs) yeah technically i'm i might be like too full of it you might be it's like uh, one of those play-doh things that you stick all the play-doh in and then you squeeze it and then all of the hair comes out of its head that's Mm play-doh but for you it's just nothing but testosterone and my it is hair i am covered in hair and hair well this man was walking through a Target, I believe, and he mm-hmm. was so horny because he's so but, masculine. But you know what it is? That, um, he also, he just loves 
Josh Gad. He loves Josh Gad. Yeah, he was so horny that he had to have sex with a series of of plushed animals, specifically the snowman played by Josh Gad. I don't even know what movie that is. Frozen or something? Frozen, D. He He went to town. He had sex with the snowman from the show Frozen, a.k.a. the stuffed animal that was on the Target shelf. He is now being, he's getting a psych exam. Oh, here we go. Because apparently it's not super normal to have sex with all the toys you find at Target. Oh, Kissel, did you watch the fucking footage of it? I'm watching the video now. You can find this this on the smoking gun. This comes from the this comes from the smoking gun. Psych eval for accused stuffed doll assailant. Oh yeah, he's Uh, having sex with the doll. Psych eval for accused stuffed doll assailant. Yeah, he is. The only way to describe it is going to town on the doll. Oh, you just see it bobbing up and down like it's little Becky Sue in the back of a convertible in 1956, and then Uh. he. Pulls it out and then I think he pulls he up his, his pants. Cum. I think he, he licked, licked his, his own hands. Cum. Yeah, he licked his own cum off his hands. Then he lifted up and now he's just browsing. Oh Which I, my. You, you can see the the look of just being like, well, that's done. You know, after you come and that, again, we, how many times we've said this on the show, the moment of cold realization of yeah. where you are and what you've done. Because now right. he's cleaning himself. He is right in the pharmacy. Well, and just in case you happen to wonder who this man was, just to make sure you didn't date him in high school, he's only 22 years old. Mm. His name is Cody Meter. Evidently, he lives around 10 miles away from the Target, so wow, he didn't have a, to go far. He didn't, which is nice. That's nice. If you're going to go have sex with a bunch of Josh Gad fake characters. I don't want to drive all the way to Santa Monica to have sex with a stuffed animal. Definitely not. So apparently, this is according to, a, uh, this is according to an employee. Uh, he exposed himself. Then he, quote, took the unicorn and placed it against his penis and began a sexual motion like the subject was trying to have sex with the unicorn. It wasn't like he was trying to have sex with the unicorn. He was actively having sex with the unicorn. You can just see the target employee in their beautiful khakis and red shirt just walking through aisle six, just shaking their heads being like, another day at Target. He's just checking his phone. You know, there's porn on your phone, guy. Um, I will say... So cocky with his straw. We're watching again the video. He's released... Is what he is. He's wow. released. Look, easy breezy, man. Look, he looks like one of those. Remember the Altoid commercials with the <laughs> snowmen going down your spine? <laughs> yeah. It looks like he's got a jaunty yeah. little step. But you will see the Target employees, they didn't approach him. No, because they Because they know it's happening. We all know. We've all, anybody who's worked retail knows that there is something, no matter what it is you're selling in retail. No matter what. Somebody is going to come and fuck one of the things that you're selling. Absolutely true. And... Do yourself a favor. Don't get involved. Don't approach. Because even if you do, oftentimes they fire you because they say, oh, you're trying to be a hero. Not on targets. Watch. Well, not when they're fucking a stuffed animal. Because also, have you ever tried to take food away from a dog? Oh, can every you imagine day. Every what, day. <laughs> can you imagine what it would be like I, to try to I, take <laughs> the stuffed animal from the fully engorged incel? This man, I'm going to go and say, no one's trying to use the word incel anymore. But if there was... One again. Anybody who looks like a water color painting of Genghis Khan, yeah. but is a 22-year-old white person, is not um, not like a cool guy. No, I don't think he's falling into the cool guy category. I think incel in this case is just a fine term because he's, he was, because he was wearing shorts and a Star Wars t-shirt. And he he's having sex with a bunch of plushy animals. <laughs> yeah, he, um, it's not good for Star Wars. So No one tell Disney, because they're doing a big push right now. I don't know if you can tell. I know Disney is really the soul of our country. You know that entire thing that was owned and operated 
created by a Nazi, mm-hmm. the one who founded it. Oh, he I just, always trust. He wasn't Disney. a full Nazi. He just liked their clothes. I just love any channel that's dedicated 100% to children by children. Thank you, Disney, for all of the disgusting abuse you enabled over the years. These are two Disney properties involved in this. You got that, Star Wars and Frozen. And an incel. So that's three Disney properties. <laughs> this guy is just fantastic. So apparently, while he was having sex with Olaf, which is a funny name for the doll, I guess that's the unicorn? Is it's Olaf- a snowman. The snowman is, okay, because he also had sex with a unicorn. Yeah, he picked up the Olaf because he started, okay, that's what it was. So he was humping the unicorn, and then and then the cops are already on the way. So what, what cop report is that? We've got a 69 and a 420. Like, what is the number for this guy is in a target fucking one of our fucking one of our stuffed animals? Like, what is the police number for that? How do you know I, what you're going to- I gonna- think it's you call 911. You go, hey, Sheriff Steve, Cody's here at the target. <laughs> And they'll know that he is, it's that a he Cody is alert. doing okay. what he does. Because, yes, so he did get, so the foreplay was the unicorn ring. He got himself hard, and then he really let it go into Olaf. And I have to say, the article here, again, you can find it on the smoking gun. Uh, check it out. Follow along with us, and we'll post this, too, on the website. But aye, the way that aye. they put Olaf the the snowman they they show him in the position of where he was being fucked and i he looks like crime a, tape it looks like i'm from someone from the cleveland torso murders when you like left the body behind olaf is a well well-known sex worker in the snowman community you should see josh gad's only fans oh my huge. god i'm sure it's something josh gad he's so talented uh maybe he is maybe he's not i have no idea because i've never seen anything he's in but you i also what? don't want to insult him i have no clue maybe a good guy maybe not i, I actually I'm going to say straight up, me too. I don't think I've ever seen a, sh- a film it's not that he's us. in. It's not for us. I shut off Frozen within five minutes. It's not for us. You don't have a child. What else is he in? That train movie. Didn't watch that movie. What other movies did you do? I know that he was in the Mormon, uh, Book of Mormon musical. That's how he made his nut. I'm Jay sure. Parker or Matt Stone. And I'm sure that's extremely good. Just think sure. about all the auditions you've been on. What movies were those for? And then assume yeah. that those are his roles. <laughs> that's true. Because that's how it works. So apparently when uh, Mr. Meter, Cody, was being read his Miranda rights, uh, he admitted to, quote, doing stupid stuff. Mm. <laughs> hey, man, at least he knew. <laughs> and he also because he already came. Well, yeah, because he admitted that he, quote, nutted. <laughs> yeah, yeah <I> nutted. <laughs> good for him, man. No, at least he said it. You know? I don't know if this is good for anyone. All I know is um, don't buy half off uh, stuffed animals at this target because that's probably what happened. Cody got to him and now they're 50% this off. This is also, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to tell you which location this is, but I know this target. Oh, I know now. I it's know. A, I know. I'm going to say Clearwater, Florida. Uh, yeah, but I and I know this target. Like this is a target that I have been to many times so, with my family. Like this is my mom's target. Wh- this is unbelievable. Right here on Side Stories, we've got someone from the inside. Did you notice when you were walking through that aisle in Target that has all the stuffed animals? Were they catcalling you? Were they like, "Hey, come here, big boy. Honestly, come on, get it, big boy." What, it's you- just nice to be noticed. Yeah, because I know everyone doesn't like catcallers, but honestly, it's just nice to walk down the street and feel that boost of confidence when Olaf turns at you and says, oh, sure, wish you could stick that dick in me. I don't know how he, I don't know what he sounds like. I think he's a Swede. <laughs> he might be. Either way. Um, but no, he, you could, uh, yeah, it feels like a Clearwater Target you know, scenario, str- but also at the same time, it could just feel like my mom is like, oh, oh, God, Henry Thomas, you wouldn't believe the other day. I saw this young man. Oh, he had no mustache. It was disgusting just a bit. But honestly, Henry Thomas, oh, God, he was wrestling. 
a snowman. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? Turns out having sex with a series of stuffed animals inside of a Target, just misdemeanors. Great, so man. he's really... That uh, is he, great. It, I guess I it is. Like, that is just, I mean, I don't know what you throw. I guess you throw the book at him because honestly, part of the crime well, is more you sit in the holding cell and then the stories go around. I don't know how it is in jail all the time. You know, someone's got, somebody's got the fucking harmonica. The other course. person's got the toilet hooch. And then he's, you know, at some point everyone's <laughs> telling their stories of how they ended up, where they yeah. ended up. And then, you know, when he says, I fucked the snowman, you know, there's a lot of guys like, yeah, I stole money from a Coke dealer too. And they're like, no, 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 um, no. I had sex. With Olaf, and they'll be like, Josh Gav? <laughs> Whoa! It might make him the most dangerous man in jail if he plays his cards right. I could see some felonies being added on account he had to whip out his ding dong and uh, insert it into one of these creatures. Oh, yeah. In, like, so maybe. Definitely destruction of property. Although looking at the pictures once again, not that destroyed. Relatively they could unscathed. Be on the shelves right now. Now. Technically, technically, Olaf just got a facial. Oh, my God. Versus it, anything else. So honestly, in the end, we should thank Cody for his restraint and not ripping a hole open in this thing for a bunch of kids to see, because I feel like that's where the real trauma could come from. Right. Someone else sees it where you see the kid, the hole just like all Ooh, jagged, just like stiff with his comb. Yeah. To be fair, we've covered a lot of serial killers on last podcast. You know that. But he did not bring a knife. No, nope. he did not try to gut it. I mean, he we're, kept now everything we're in on defending. the inside. Now we're in this whole world. I'm of saying, if them. I'm his father, what I would say to if the I local, was father, if I was his father and at the local I pub, hey, this, Barry, your son fucked the doll. I heard. Yeah, well, at least it wasn't full penetration. At least it wasn't full penetration. He didn't bring a knife, and did he lick his own cum off his arm? Yeah. Yes, yes, he did. But that's why he's more like his mother. He's making his own. He's making his own lunch. <laughs> that's what it's called. Right from your grave. Um, this next story comes also, it seems, I want to say this is also Florida. It could which be. Which makes sense. No, no, this is, hey, this is LA. All right. Oh yeah, we got an LA story. Um, this one, uh, when's the last time you had Panda Express? I have never had it. It is not great. Yeah, I've heard it's like the Chipotle, but for Mexican food. Or, I'm sorry, for Chinese food. Yes, and you can get piles of it. Right. Now, do you when you go to one of these places, when's the last time you've been to like a full-on buffet-style fast food joint? Now it's been oh like over a year. Oh my god, well over. I'm going to say two years ago, maybe three years ago in Wyoming, uh, you just a classic old country buffet. I love it. Ban Express, you think like these guys, you know, obviously there's some kind of training that goes in the is involved with I hope being to, a Panda Express employee, right? How to, how to cook, right? Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, or just scoop. But what about <laughs> if you um, were forced to just to get nude and cry for a promotion, I guess, up to the rice station? Is this an episode of Undercover Boss gone horribly wrong? Um, it might it be. reminds me of the Hooters Undercover Boss episode, which was really bad. And uh, that boss should have been fired. And I have no problem with Hooters because they got good wings, but they need to treat their employees with a little bit more respect. They do. Uh, but this story is about a former Panda Express worker, the sued says she was forced to strip almost naked at a seminar. This comes from the LA oh Times. Goodness. A 23-year-old woman is suing Panda Express for sexual battery and emotional distress, claiming she was compelled to strip, quote-unquote, almost naked and engage in other bizarre activities during a company-sanctioned 
workshop. This comes from it's a workshop was held by Alive Seminars. Alive cinema seminars. There, there is no line of cocaine not done in that office of the CEO. We covered this a long time ago on a Relax Fit, and I can't find it anywhere. I, I on some level, I do believe that they either scrubbed it. It's hard to find. It's about it was about a work seminar group. Okay, that used to. Put people in cages and make you eat shit and beat you up and shit like that. Basically, the whole point, the whole point was to, they say that you have to go through all of this kind of, uh, essentially, like trauma. Like it's a hazing that will allow you to then, you allow to move up the chain. Of of Panda Express. We're not talking about who's going to go and become a Marine here. We're talking about the person who takes your money at Panda Express and then scoops a bunch of rice into a bowl. They need to go through this kind of traumatic treatment. I don't know if... I don't know if it's, maybe if like it's a correct. C- is it a CIA spy? Are they trying to make Jason Bourne? But if he never really had that much ambition and just worked at the Panda Express, it's this that's fucking- a joke. No diss on people who work at fast food restaurants. No, we no, of them. course not. No, we, they are the lifeblood of this fucking country. Jennifer <laughs> Sparga Fiore said that she was told that a four-day self-improvement program with this so-called Alive Seminars and Coaching Academy was her only ticket to promotion at the Chinese fast food chain. What? So he went and apparently devolved into them screaming at each other, right, and screaming at them breaking them down that was the whole point to break down the personalities why do you need to break down somebody who is so desperate for a promotion at panda express they're they are just trying their best to have a little bit of self straight uh, up just a little bit of self-worth in this crazy culture of ours i feel like there's kind of some converse way of them trying to validate them using kiosks eventually and switching completely to robots i'm not even doing a bit i really do believe this is like them gonna be like yeah, a way to are. show their quote-unquote investors these are why our cashiers are weak uh, which is they were not lose their cell you're not allowed to use their cell phones um there was no clock in the room the doors and windows were covered with a black cloth this okay. is a pico rivera one activity required participants to pretend they were on a sinking ship where Whoa. only four would survive which oh, i think is a really fun idea i think well, we should do that uh that's not gonna be great for like team unity, team building. That seems really barbaric. But who wants it the most? Well, how is that going to make our team better here at Panda Express exactly? If I know that that Kathleen just said that she would kill me because she needs a spot on the boat. Kathleen said she's going to kill me? Yeah. Kathleen said she's talking shit about me. I'll have Kathleen know I've already poisoned her. So now we don't have any employees at Panda Express. No, I mean, you know, that's when they start to put the kiosk up. On the seminar's third day, she was forced to hug it out with a male participant who was also in his underwear, who allegedly broke down in tears when he could not succeed in the main aspect of the exercise, which was taking turns, yelling about their inner struggles until everyone else in the group believed them. Oh, my God. Which is what very Scientology. That's Scientology 101. I am That's work- acting school 101. I am working at Panda Express. Believe me, things are hard right now for me. And I would say, I believe you because they're hard for me, too. Because apparently, according to uh, another person that was there, another witness, uh, they were the seminar was really traumatic Sounds with like people it. vomiting left and right. Okay. This is the kind of thing that happened because of tremendous psychological pressure that they, they and subjected them to. Strangely enough, it seems like the ceremony was there to, quote, remove negative energy. Mm. I don't think it worked. There's a bunch of there's a cult thing that comes up this idea of berating somebody until they cry about their like you talk about their bodies or like things that you know i guess that you 
kind of pressure points on a person. It's called high school. Yeah, it, it is. That's <laughs> true. But it's, I guess they do it with the Marines and the Navy SEALs but, too, where they break you down and then they're supposed to build you back up. That's the key component is the building back up. We're here I'm, for $9 an hour. I think a lot of cults, they got the breakdown part right, but the Marines make you a killer that can snipe someone from a football field away, and it looks like this just made this woman horrified of General Sow's chicken. So this is according to the lawsuit. They say, one participant ran into the restroom to throw up. A live seminar staff ran after her. Another male participant was only given a small trash can to throw up in and was forced to do it in front of everybody. (laughs) So it is horrible. I don't understand how this seminar exists. And dare I want to meet these alive seminar people. I think behind bars, perhaps, because it doesn't look like this is really going to make anybody a better person. And that's what they're supposed to be doing. It's just oh a, I guess they're God. supposed to fucking. That's the idea. But I don't want my cashier broken down. No. I want my cashier whole. I want my cashier to be just as happy to be there as they should be, which is competent. They but just, also, I just want everybody just to have a, a normal day at the fast food restaurant. It's just a fast food restaurant. I don't know what they, we're not. The way the system works, it's not like it was back in the day anyway. You don't go right. from sweeping floors to owning the restaurant anymore. That's not how it is. got to buy into the franchise. You need capital in the first place. They're lying to these people. They are, buddy. They are. And uh, it's interesting. Everything that we're talking about took place July 13th, 2019. So it's not exactly old history. We've had a lot of national conversations about like, do you think that would be nice if you made everyone strip and then touch each other and hug all over each other? It's been a long time since we've said no. Long time. So I just, you know, either way, you can check out a live seminars. I am sure they have a UCB class right now. Oh, yeah. And they will let you get out of that shell, a.k.a. protective covering that's allowing you not to be bruised and traumatized. (laughs) Isn't that nice? Your protection. Yeah, Yeah. your protection. Shell. (laughs) Get out of it. Good Lord. Anyway, I hope this woman gets some cash and does not have to go back to Panda yeah. Express. Panda Express has got that money. I haven't seen a single one close. As a matter of fact, I think I saw a hospital close and a Panda Express open up in its place. <laughs> like, I'm pretty certain that Panda Express has got the cash. I got, I, apparently, I have to try it. I don't know. You don't have to try it. I feel like when it comes to fast food, food, I, Chinese food, fast food makes no sense to me because Chinese food... It's, Nor- it's, it's cooked fast. It's fairly fast to cook. Yeah. But that's why, in the end, that's why I'm just the opposite. I don't like necessarily fancy Chinese food. I like cheap Chinese food. Ooh, but it's now much I'm getting, tastier. Now I'm getting horned for that place we went in San Francisco. Do you remember that place we went in Mission District? Oh my God, that place was fucking great. Oh, oh, Natalie finally found it for me. It was called, the place, the group I was called, it was based on, there was a movie based on it called The Circle of Power. Oh. And the, the nonfiction book that it was based on was called The Pit, A Group Encounter Defiled. And the group was called, it's, you remember they used it's, to pit people into the pit and they used to beat each other with fucking uh, broomsticks? I, re- I remember high school, yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, let's move on to something. I don't even know. Like, this is so trippy to me, Henry, because mm-hmm. we got, you know, they're doing all those funny little videos now where you can take somebody's face and make them dance. And somebody sent them one. Someone sent a video of Henry and myself and we were singing and it's scary. It's the deep fake technology. Oh, that is scary. Oh, deep fakes. But they're right very now, interesting. Well, now it's the road to hell is always paved with memes, fun memes, just memes. having a good time. 
until there's a meme economy happening well until joe biden is no longer giving speeches or any president put whoever you want in there and he's just we're just watching him fake we're watching a deep fake version of our president who has been dead theoretically for 10 years not biden i'm just saying in in it's gonna be interesting it will be happening let me be clear let me be absolutely clear i'm absolutely real i like ice cream and i like my computer-based existence no i mean let me be clear hear me out let's do a deep fake so he looks more human see the thing is making him look more More alive Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Put some color in there. Also, get rid of the mullet, man. He needs to get rid of the mullet. I didn't even notice he had one. Have you ever seen a profile shot of Joe Biden? Well, that's cool. Joe Biden looks like Scrooge McDuck. (laughs) Well, he's a handsome man with a great mullet. Anyway, speaking of handsome... Let's oh, talk yes. about this lady. <laughs> yeah, this is this a shocking sto- looking woman. <laughs> this story is so freaking crazy and weird. This is they're going to make a comedy movie about this with Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks in about five years. Could be. This comes to the Pennsylvania real time news. Woo! Um, PA woman created deep fake videos to force rivals off of daughter's cheerleading squad. This is straight up a character out of a John Waters movie. This manipulative. You have to see her. She looks like if. Um, Princess Leia. What was her name? Carrie Fisher. She looks like if Carrie, if Carrie Fisher looked like shit. If Carrie Fisher actually had sex with Jabba the Hutt <laughs> and they birthed a daughter, child. this is what she looks like. This full is, of just the rage and anger in her eyes. You, It's palpable. I don't know how to describe it. Her name is Rafaela Spone. Um, she was, she's 50 years old. She was arrested for harassing teenage cheerleaders who she saw as rivals to her daughter. The only way to describe her face is because now <laughs> the, the main fashion trend is to make your eyebrows and your lips bigger, right? Like that's kind of the idea. I've you want to make them she somehow using makeup makes them smaller (laughs) and her entire face is a type of i would say museum tan is the call the way she looks like a mummy she's got a mummy skin color and then she uses two black eyeliners to make circles around her eyes that make her eyeballs so penetrating that just me sitting here with her face on the laptop in front of me may i feel like she's following me I actually got chills as if I'm her ex-husband. Yeah, like just looking, I, I'm like, oh, that is the yikes. meanest looking woman I have seen in a minute. And apparently, she's also pretty technologically advanced. Somehow, because my the, mom can't even; she can barely fucking. She was like, "You got to call the geek team." It's like, "Mom, it's <laughs> a squad, actually, uh, and that's a legal term. You have to call them the squad, or they don't come." <laughs> Anyway, this woman, her daughter was on a cheerleading squad called the Victory Vipers. Okay. That's a pretty cool name for cheerleaders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's in Doylestown. And she said, oh, these girls are trying to encroach on my daughter's future success in in cheerleading, which is such a a big moneymaker. It is. There is a career track in cheerleading. But, you know, I don't think that this is going to help her get it. You know what I mean? Um, she tried to get everybody else kicked off the squad by creating fake photos and videos depicting the other girls nude, drinking, and smoking. So she doctored images of at least three of the members, again, depicting them doing just that. And apparently she also urged um, all of the girls to kill themselves. Well, she's, it sounds like the way I would probably put this is that she put these pictures together. Um, one of the teenagers' parents in July, they said the two more families came forward with a similar account. Two other families all came to the police at once saying, this shit's happening to my daughter. They told officers and their coaches they received text messages that depicted them naked, drinking, smoking a vape, according to the Philly Inquirer. I also um, love, when did vaping, I literally am so, I have come full circle on the vape because number one, it helped Marcus vaping. get off of cigarettes. So the vape can be great when it comes to helping people get off of the real bad cigarette. It is 
it does it is not good for you but it's not cigarettes so it's, these it's, so at least my cigarettes. main advice to to kids if you're a child listening to this if you're a child listening to this right now at least when you vape your parents won't know that is a good point, and well, that's why they do it. But also, um, you no need to give yourself a uh, an addiction. You get either. the popcorn lung. You get the popcorn lung and nicotine. It's not even that fun. Smoke, smoke some good stuff. Not PCP. A little bit of sativa. I unless, of course, good, you're not of age. I got some good write-ins about people smoking PCP too that we should talk about. Um, oh my! People love it. Okay. But the, so they basically they went and showed all these pictures because what I imagine what happened was that she started sending these pictures out via text. I imagine it was through her daughter's phone um, or somebody's phone, and basically saying if you don't kill yourself or drop out of the cheerleading squad right we're i'm going to send these to the coaches to get you kicked off the team yeah this is insane no one really understands why this happened according to george rattel uh he says he believes the harassment was triggered after he and his wife told his daughters to stop hanging out with spone's daughter due to concerns over the girl's behavior the, the girl the 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 so Raffaella's phone's daughter yes. is the one doing all the crooked shit. Maybe, or she's just being a normal teenager and her mom's insane. Um, well, if you look at her eyeliner, the mom is definitely a certified psychopath. Yeah, Rattel says, again, that's George Rattel. He's the dad of one of the gals. He says, I don't know what would push her to all this. As a dad, I was pretty upset about it. It's an image put out there of my daughter that is simply not true. And isn't that the problem with all the deep fakes? Sure, it's fun right now. Until all of a sudden you're the one saying, oh, I love Bud Light Lime. There's a video that's fake, deep fake to me saying something like that. I know for a fact that there is real footage of you saying it. Yeah. I know it's somewhere deep in the archives. But that's the flip side of this too, right? Now, everyone who's ever done any nefarious oh, yeah, no, child fucker that, that runs oh, yeah, everything, I mean, they could just say that's not me. Oh, yeah. So we are living in a world of illusion, Mr. Zabrowski. We absolutely are. What we need to do is everybody needs to be able to leave their homes again. Because then maybe... We can experience something that is real. That is one idea, and I love the idea, uh, and we but, can't wait to see everybody soon. Uh, evidently, the police were able to find out it was deep fake. They, yes. they said they scoured over the. Footage. I can guarantee. <laughs> I look. You can look at him because, and I'm just going to guarantee because of this woman's drawing ability of her eyebrows and lips. <laughs> there is no way she is an expert photoshopper, and they're also just saying the term deep fake. So in my mind, is it a deep fake? <laughs> Is it an actual deep fake? I don't know. Or is it a Photoshop work done that she did? Right. Because now we're heading to this world where everything is, you know, just they're just going to say the word deep fake buzzword. Yes. But it could just be a picture she doctored because it could unless be. she could have figured out like how did you because to tell you what, I'm stupid. I yep. don't know how to do the deep fake uh shit yet i, don't I know got how to one do of it. the apps it's extremely easy now though wow. you just put your face up there and they they do it all for you that's cool but it's scary anyway yeah perhaps the images of the women look like that painting of jesus that the one woman said that she could do oh, and then the she best. didn't do it right and then they had to redo the whole thing again i don't know either way if anyone is out there and they have to deal with a mother like that or a father i don't know uh just hang in there because you'll have to move out soon I, and um yeah 
It, it, it is going to get better because can you imagine? And now all of a now you have to go back to school and everyone knows your mom doctored the cheerleading oh, picture. Oh, yeah, no, her life's a living fucking hell from here on she out. She might have to transfer schools. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's uh, She's got a life ruined for her by her mother because of this, unless she is also a little psychopath as well. And maybe she will double down and eventually we'll see them in the White House. And dare I say this, now I've completely flipped. George, the father of who we were talking about, one of the uh, air quotes victims here in some ways, obviously this could have been much worse, but I think he needs to stop being so judgmental of uh, the daughter. Of the other, of the lady's daughter. We don't know what the lady's daughter is like. She if she's like been, the mother. Then she's going to Photoshop and she's going to get a job and we or we could hire her. Oh, honestly, we, we do need that. Yeah. We do need someone who is good at Photoshop. Also, just so you know, we are looking to hire an admin here at Last Podcast Network. So if you are available and in the Los Angeles area, you should send us an email at sidestorieslpotl at gmail.com. Yes, indeed. Live from your grave. This is a story that someone brought to me that was really cool. I've never seen these before, but I wonder if anybody out there has seen these before. It's this concept called the Dark Watchers. Have hmm. you seen this? No. Um, so basically, it is it is essentially a cryptid, but it's more of an environmental phenomenon of people seeing giant shadow-like people walking like over the San Lucia mountains, okay. uh, over the Santa Lucia mountains. Um, here, let me see if I can find a good picture of it. Right? Let's go check this them the, out, this dude. This is the Let's dark watch of the Big Sur. They saw these things that look like this. The only way to describe it is they look like people that ah, yes. walk over the mountains. And apparently it's been such a phenomenon. It was actually in a John Steinbeck book oh. that he saw it back in the day. So they're they're described as tall, featureless silhouettes, kind of like, the Slender Man visions or like that, that kind of shit. Absolutely. So they have brim hats and walking sticks. They're mostly, uh, they are often reported to be seen in the hours around twilight and dawn. Um, and then people see them all the time. They kind of become a part of the upper California coastal, like, world and folklore on a few trips I've made to beautiful, sunny Las Vegas. And you know, it's sunny because the lights are always on. I can imagine the mountains hiding wonderful, glorious cryptids. I oh, love yes. my favorite thing about being on the West Coast. Love the East Coast, the Beast Coast. But there is something about the mountains where you just look and you're like, how is there snow up there? And then what else is up there? Oh, yeah. So I don't think we have enough cryptids climbing the mountains or we don't talk about enough cryptids who are climbing these mountains. And we got to go find them, Mr. Zabrowski. Well, Henry, we are on a mission to find the big, long, dark creature. And if not, we'll fake it. They, We will fake it. Yeah. Because the Dark Watchers, they're technically, they know them to not be real, right? Like, they are not technically real, but they are haunting hmm. looking. Um, they are, uh, for hundreds of years, this is from LiveScience.com. People have looked at the, ha the hazy peaks of California's Santa Lucia Mountains at sunset and seen tall, ecolog de figures standing Ooh. back. Um, but apparently they've been seeing this since the 1700s they called them the los vigilantes oscuros cool. which is the dark watchers the original spaniards that arrived in in california so is there any scientific reason is it like a light refraction thing yes or is it one thing is that they think it might be just pareidolia pareidolia is the concept of humankind human brains see faces right. and bodies and things more often than not like we, we like to recognize ourselves and things and that's uh why the uncanny valley is so weird because your brain is like i compute but i don't fully compute and maybe that's why those cops were so great in cracking this deep fake scandal we talked about just recently oh yes and there's also a term that is called the brocken specter 
Inspector that oh, they might I've have also heard seen. Of that. What is that? It is a uh, basically a Brock Inspector or a quote unquote Mountain Inspector uh, can occur in certain atmospheric conditions when the sun is at a particular angle. So basically, a subject's shadow can sort of be seen cast onto a cloud bank that then is projected into a huge version of himself but it's honestly like a movie i think it's cool i, I love it I, the one thing that has not been um the one thing that has not been debunked are all the lights all of the weird phantom lights that happened in the carolinas they're not even sure why that happens but i just love the idea of a thing that's like spooky dooky i that love you'd be it, like man. super into and then all of a sudden you know like because i would love to see that shit because even if it's fake or not fake even if it's just the environment doing something cool. I think that that's like, you know, technically it's inspired artists for generations. Absolutely. It doesn't matter. Real air quotes, fake, whatever. Those mountains are beautiful. And I hear they're alive with the sound of screaming. As soon as people see that, but you are correct. There's been a lot of fun paranormal stuff. Baker Mayfield, by the way, the Brown Brownies quarterback, he is still going on. And this shit is apparently, oh yeah, dude, these UFOs, I guess they love the NFL because they are approaching Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers says that he saw one. Oh yes. He said, according to this is, uh, this comes from Cleveland.com. <laughs> Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield is almost 100% he and his wife Emily saw a UFO on their way home from dinner in Austin, Texas on Wednesday night. Oh. He said, but he's also not the first QB to say as such. He's like, almost 100%. Am and I just saw a UFO drop straight out of the sky on our way home from dinner. We stopped and we looked at each other and we asked if we had seen it. Very bright ball of light going straight down out of the sky towards Lake Travis. Anybody else witness this? And there are multiple witnesses multiple. to the same exact weird phenomenon. And strangely, all in the sports world there's just a bunch of them also there's a uh, there's an announcer there's a, an announcer aka broadcaster named Colin Cowherd who says that he saw the UFO so there is something going on and you know these quarterbacks they got 2020 vision they got to throw they're the field ball real, they're field generals and just to once again prove how finding a UFO is never cool for you Baker Mayfield is the NFL quarterback maybe the coolest thing that a child could think of to yes. be they roasted him like he was Pee Wee Herman. They just they treated made him like dog him, shit. They dog just, shit immediately. This is what I'm saying. And he's a quarterback for a NFL football team. They're still making fun of him. They made fun of him so bad. And I'm like, if this guy can't even maintain cool status after seeing a UFO, there's no hope for any of us. This comes from Colin Coward, the announcer, who said, I would prefer of all the qualities of franchise quarterbacks, I want to know your arm. Are you good pre-snap? Are you mobile? The ability to see UFOs in the offseason is nowhere near my top 10 qualifications. Joe Montana, Troy, Troy Eggman, Terry Bridgeshaw, and Tom Brady have never seen aliens. I would prefer my guys don't talk about it. But then guess what? Tom Brady, he got mad at Coward and he said, yep. how, do you know, how do you know I've never seen aliens, Colin? I'm married to one. Typical Giselle, beautiful. From another world, Colin Coward, typical sports broadcaster, bloviating and yelling at other players who are just telling their truth. So, yeah, the aliens are out there. We got creatures walking all over the mountains. Extremely fun. But still, the scariest thing we've talked about today is the man who had sex with all of those stuffed animals. That still is the number one perp of the week. Absolute perp of the week. Except for, I mean, honestly, well, we got Sloan, Rowan, what's her name? That fucking woman is out that of control. A, that a, woman's going to do something else. Much better than having sex with Target uh, hmm. with, with Target uh, stuffed animals, I think. I mean, immediately. But think about the far-flung, like, 
also, what's going to happen, the results of what that woman has I done. I feel like if I'm one of the dolls, minus, again, we didn't. We talked about how he didn't penetrate. We're talking about Cody here. He didn't penetrate the doll. He didn't penetrate. But I think, like, having a lady, if they were getting on, and they were, that would be, you got to take a shower. What? After that. Like, but the lady, if they would be rubbing it on the lady thing. On and her then, pota- oh, you'd say if a woman dude, rubbed a stuffed animal on her pussy? Let's like, call it a potato. Like, like, rubbed it on her potato. So if a, <laughs> if a woman rubbed a stuffed animal on her potato, you wouldn't be as upset. Or you wouldn't no, be I just, just as it would be wet. How much wetness is coming out of there? Unless How they're actively would peeing. They be? Unless the potato is actively not peeing, crying. If the potato is actively <laughs> crying, how is the thing? Got, that's the only way for it to get that you know how, sopping wet. Well, that would have to be how aroused she would be. Because it could be Ben be. Shapiro's wife, right? It, Going it in there and it could be, be like, oh my goodness. That's a fun joke about wet ass pussy. That is a fun joke, my lord. Anyway, um, let us know. Side stories, lpotl at gmail.com. Who would get the stuffed animal wetter? <laughs> a man or a woman aroused? Um, this story isn't really any fun, but a dad killed his uh, two autistic children trying to get an insurance policy, but uh, instead he just got two and a half, 212 years uh, in prison because he tried to drive them off of a wharf. Uh, at the port of that's Los Angeles. Good. So don't do that. Um, I'm just going to say raise that's, your kids if you're going to have them. That's my main thing. Well, he he also made the classic mistake. He bought a three three million dollar life insurance policy for accidental death. Now, he did do that in 2012 to 2013. So you get the feeling he was staring at these kids with dollar signs like in his eyes the entire time. Just be like, I'm going to drive you off a cliff one day. That's Which three million like, bucks, dude. Fucking. Get them TikTok accounts. Get them TikTok accounts. That's how accounts. you monetize these kids. Absolutely. It's really sad. It was a 13-year-old and but an 8-year-old. Did they live? No, they died. They died. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, because they drowned after being trapped in the car. I don't like any of this. because I hate this story. You did this. I know. The boy's mom survived, though, after a fisherman threw a flotation device at her. <laughs> I think this guy shouldn't drive anymore. He probably yes. doesn't. You're saying the driving's the problem? I think there's a lot of problems. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's a whole... You know what? There's a crisis with the American family going on right now. There is. If they're not having sex with each other, they're drowning each other. We have to find some middle ground. I. That's my every day henry zabrowski henry middle ground zabrowski yeah u.s attorney nick Hanna says these two boys deserved a loving father instead they got a man who put his greed and self-interest above their lives well anyway so that guy's gonna go away for a long long time because he killed uh, he killed his kids and you don't want to do that also you're never going to get the insurance money you can't get money from these insurance companies if you actually go to the hospital with cancer I, you will not get the money insurance companies they are just they just scam. take your money yeah, they, they just, just take, take your, your money. money yeah just go to Las Vegas. It might as well just be healthcare in this country right now. Anyway. What? Um, are we ready for Hero of the Week? Yes. Okay. Hero of the Week. I'm super excited for this one because this one's also sort of a debate. You know, obviously, things have been very hard for restaurants. They have. That is why we need heroes. The and new tour champions of Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri's doing him. some good. Have you? He, I honestly, yeah. he's doing some good work, but he's given out money to restaurants for all of these star chefs that are getting in there. Didn't he make twenty million or two hundred million? Like he made a lot of money for restaurants. He's a good dude. I've always been on Team Guy. And by the way, thank you I for saying his I name. Did, that's how I, how much I respected what I saw. What he did is I threw an Italian pronunciation his way. I love it. 
So there was a fella, his name is Hunter Ray Barker. So you know he's smart. And he saw a favorite, his favorite Mexican restaurant who was struggling to stay alive. So what did he do like all heroes do? He took out an inflatable pool and filled it with refried beans. And then he sat in it for 24 hours to attract diners. You can see him there in the beans. It's disgusting. Yeah, it I looks, mean, that's a it, lot of beans. It's a lot of beans. But and I, you can and just see, like, let's I look could, at the beans for a I, second. I'm looking at the beans. They see are like, they are floating. He's got a mask. On. He does have a mask on. Um, he is sitting in a bunch of refried beans. But that's not clothed, 2021. This is, you know, I I will say he's not going to eat the beans. Hmm, it's a waste of beans. <laughs> it's a massive. But he's still here of the week. But I will say, look at this. There is a bit of a debate here because his job is a stuntman. They, his job is technically a stuntman. So the question is, is this even a? It's a stunt. It's an intellectual stunt. But it's not. Like a stuntman stunt. Like, I, mean, I don't remember this character in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where the stuntman mm, was, the, you had a whole bunch of fun stuntmen I mean, getting thrown off of horses, and then one is just sitting in a vat of beans. Do you think that it would, in any way, shape, or form, create some form of yeast problem with your <laughs> dick and balls? I would assume. For that long. Sitting in beans for 24 hours. First of all, you know he's pissing in the beans. Oh, sure. He may have shat in the beans. Had 24 to. hours, human nature is just going to take hold. Um, yeah, if I, if I find out that the Mexican restaurant has recycled those beans, I mean, that would be a problem. I know that they keep the same thing. I mean, like in traditional homes and traditional, like from what I know, people I know mm-hmm. that grew up in traditional Mexican homes. I know they keep those beans going for fucking a long time. Well, beans are phenomenal food, but I don't it's know if his food. body heat would be enough to keep the beans simmering enough to be healthy to, to serve. Yeah, there's a lot of questions, but you know what? He did save this restaurant. He did use a bunch of. Oh yeah, beans. dude, it's the best thing in the world, honestly. And he he is showcasing the beans. He's showcasing the but beans. But he's got like his cowboy hat. But you know where I think, honestly, he's kind of cheating. Why? He's wearing pants. Henry, because if he wasn't wearing pants, it would be so much more disgusting. But the whole thing is disgusting. In my I mean, mind, it's heroic. Yes, if it's that's to me the dividing line between art and stunt. Right now, it's just art. If he had taken off his pants and his underwear and he was sitting straight up, dick to bean, that's a stunt. Well, because I, you don't know if that bean <laughs> material can slide up his dick. You don't know if it can go right. in your asshole. You know I mean, that's oh, a could. stunt. I mean, it definitely could. I mean, I don't have to piss it out. We should have him on the show. What's his name? Well, he's got a fantastic name. He sounds like a country western singer. His name is Hunter Ray Barker. We should have him on the show. Yeah, he's wearing his T-shirt there. Um, his idea it, it spawned out of just pure creativity, and people love it. This is according to one of the famous customers that they have there, uh, Rick Brantley. He's just a diner, but he's famous to us. He says he's going to sit in that for twenty-four hours. It's totally crazy. I wouldn't do it. But you know what? If it's going to help Los Toros and the community, I'm all for it. Beating it up. Beating it up. So there you go. And now that's why Kissel and I are going to sit. And this is true. We've just said that. We're, we've <laughs> talked about this before the show. No. We are going to sit in a in a large tub of refried beans for a week <laughs> to save <laughs> wow. healthcare. Wow. We're saving it, healthcare. So Hunter Ray Barker, are you a stuntman? Not sure, but you are a hero of the week. Congratulations. I think beans would probably be the least comfortable thing to sit in. It's a, it's a long process, yeah. Yes. I mean, and that's why he guess why he's a hero. Exactly. Now it's time to read some letters from our listeners. Oh, okay. Now last week, now two weeks ago, okay, I asked our listeners because I just straight up I guessed 
that a large chunk of our listeners would have had some experience with PCP. <laughs> or some like somebody like and I a was, large percentage. I mean, a percentage upper. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I was not wrong. OK, great. So we got some great emails about what PCP is really like. All right. So I kind of wanted to read this so you could just hear what this guy says it's all about. I want to know what it's all about. On the most recent side stories, you asked for PCP experiences and perspectives, and I figured I'd offer mine. I'm both an experienced drug user as well as a neuroscientist, and I've had a few experiences with PCP and PCP derivatives. First, let me be clear. Let me be clear. Uh-huh. Most PCP trips are entirely harmless. Although horrific things have and do happen, See how I just killed a bug? I saw that. Barry. I'm like karate kid. <laughs> kind of. Uh, <laughs> karate skid. Whoa, um, you did it. Uh, well, although horrific things have and do happen. Yes. These are relatively rare occurrences. They are also often misreported. Remember the face eating cam cannibal from, I believe, Florida? Yes. We all remember that guy, right? Totally he, so. he fucking he cut himself. It was widely reported that he was on LSD, then bath salts and PCP. In reality, the toxicology report, which is public record, you could download it yourself, um, showed only traces of marijuana in the guy's blood, which is, you know, I've gotten hungry. Absolutely. You did it. But furthermore, we have a bias against these drugs because, of course, Josh's 20 fun PCP experiences aren't going to be reported on CNN, whereas Bob's one train wreck experience might be if it's severe enough. Sure. I agree. So, and media did a massive disservice to the PCP. And bath salts, and too. And bath, bath salts community. That man was sober. Still don't smoke them. Um, no, lots no. of people they use it at parties, festivals, or wherever. The few times I used it, I just played Mario Party with friends, and so and we had a great time. No face eating, no fights with cops, just a lot of laughter. If I had to compare PCP to anything, this is where this is where me as a host step back and I say that sounds like a lot. Yeah. Um, if I had to compare PCP to anything else, I would describe it as a dissociative psychedelic cocaine, and this is also where the problem lies. Yeah. PCP is a highly dopo dopaminergic is a highly dopaminergenic drug like cocaine and amphetamine, causing users to experience an intense sense of euphoria and energy. Like many other drugs, these dopaminergic... Nailing it. Oh, my God. <laughs> dopamine, dopaminergic... Dopaminergic drugs. Oh, my God. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I'm not even trying. Uh, these dopaminergic drugs like PCP and cocaine, unfortunately, can also induce psychosis in those who are predisposed to such psychiatric conditions. And, and, and this is my caveat, including those of you that were not aware that you had those conditions. Absolutely. Right? So, um, you might not know. You should get checked out. Drugs that cause dissociation like ketamine and can also trigger psychosis in those who are predisposed. Essentially, in PCP, you combine two classes of drugs that are already capable of inducing psychosis. So it is a tricky endeavor. If I you feel combine, like I've gone full circle here thinking it's very dangerous again. Because he said it wasn't, but then it's cocaine, but you don't even think that you're a person. Yeah. So the only thing that keeps me tethered to earth is the idea that I'm a person on cocaine. But if I had like the idea of like, I'm on cocaine and I'm not even real, like I, that's how you get a machete attack. That's the problem. But sometimes you just play Mario Kart. It's all about who you know. Right. And, and this is what I, and this is my advice. All right. This would say, like, according to this guy, if you cry, if you combine such a predisposition with a confusion, you can get with these psychedelic drugs, the dissociation you get from, you know, example, ketamine and the intense energy you can get from the cocaine, you have a recipe for disaster. So if you have a family history of psychosis, schizophrenia, or anything similar, do not use these drugs 
ever. Um, and this is guy, he's also saying PCP does not induce superhuman strength. Um, it does, however, dampen pain signals, potentially allowing you to tank more bullets and who knows what when you get into a fight with the cops. Well, I think, so, I mean, so the, the outcome is It's just an intense similar. drug. It's just an intense drug and yeah. you just should know, like all things, like the internet in general, yeah. things are neutral. PCP does not have an agenda. PCP is a neutral, it's a molecule you're putting into your body. It grows butt. on the great needle tree of California. Absolutely. So you just know that like these things that are neutral, they are not necessarily good or bad. It's all about what you apply to it. And to me, when I am doing a really, like if I'm doing an extra amount of mushrooms or if I'm doing sure. acid, the way I know I will be cool is if number one, if I have a trip setter, which I think is always beneficial. Good to have somebody there. And then two, be with people you love and and, it, and in an environment you feel safe in. Is I don't think PCP would be a great drug to just randomly try. No. Like you should be in a place that you are fairly comfortable being in well, at I, first and I, then you get used to it then you start rolling the dice i think we've all been in places where the drugs kicked in and then you realized you're in the wrong place oh, and you gotta go many, all right well many be, times be very careful with pcp and as far as i'm concerned there's really no need to do it you're, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you we can, are both. I'm under the Ed Larson uh, theory, which he told me, which he's like, once he hit 30, he's like, no oh, new good. drugs, no new drugs. I've yeah. done everything under the sun that I care to do. And yes. I think I've actually done quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Um, this is, we were talking about the originally we were talking about how body types for bar sports are, are like they're going away. Right. Sure. Even in bar sports, everybody's getting fucking fit. However. Right. How, you know. But however, on Henry's note about the lack of Polish star athletes, I'd like to bring a man named Jan Blankovic. When did you even shoehorn that in? I don't know. He is an <laughs> MMA fighter who, as of as of the writing of his email, is the current UFC light heavyweight champion. Really? And he will be defending it, I guess, last weekend. I don't remember if we I don't know who won. Anyway, onto how much of a bad motherfucker he is. He's been known by the nickname the Polish Hammer, which I'm amazed <laughs> Henry has a named as Hog. Yeah. Blankowicz is known for gradually yet consistently pushing forward his opponents throughout fights uh, with the ability to end it at any moment with the devastating power of the two mailboxes he calls his hands. Oh my god. Most There's a, that's written by a Polish person. Oh, There's yeah. so much bias Polsky. in this report. Um, is that Blankowicz has recently mentioned in an interview is an important pre-fight ritual he has. He says, years ago, while walking through a forest in Poland, the Polish hammer came across a grisly scene. Blankowicz was confronted by a man's corpse hanging from a tree. In typically metal fashion, Blankowicz who has now Got made into his pre ritual. <laughs> he's freaking Polish. There you go. You need a stool? That's a very Polish. Um, <laughs> he, he, he's now made his pre-fight pre ritual to return to the noose, which is still Jeez. hanging from the tree, <laughs> run his hands over the suicide rope before each one of his fights. Plankowitz has explained that when you find a hangman, you take his rope for luck. And that since Why? he began fondling the death rope prior to every fight, he's had a 90% success rate. It's still not. I mean, great. I he don't is know a what scary looking motherfucker. <sighs> I'm a Polish hammer. I call to you. All right. Please Polish come and protect hammer. me. Well, you have to find look at somebody. This. this is the wow. Look at this little video. He said with the fucking hangman's rope. Oh, my God. Well, you have to start. Look at that. He's just going to the hangman's rope. Jeez, this guy's right. scary looking. He is scary, and he's the he is Polish and strong. He's got a nose as flat as a as a pancake because he's been hit a lot, which probably isn't going to help his 
Polish brain. But nonetheless, <laughs> that is great. So he found uh, he found somebody hanging there, and that person, yeah, they died. But he's a uh, 90% uh, success rate in the ring. In the <laughs> yeah, octagon, that's so. big. That's bets 10%. Of no success, which is not a lot. Absolutely not. Um, also, we had a lot of people write back talking about uh, sexual sad- sadistic crimes and can people be re- rehabilitated? And we actually got a lot of good social workers that had messaged saying it seems to be the mass response answer. This comes from our last week episode, our, our, our episode for from Jack Unterweger, uh, the serial killer that we're covering on last podcast and left. He you know, a lot of people are saying kind of the same thing. It depends on the the, the uh, person. It depends on the and how seriously they take the uh, the rehabilitation right. and, and how much course, work they're willing to put in. And of course, this is because Unterweger he got about fifteen years for uh, for murdering Violent that murder. woman, and uh, probably did not need to be released, despite the fact I apparently he was a hell of a writer. But I'm also got a bunch of DMs about Norman Mailer. I guess he was a very mean man. He was a very mean man. What's going on? He sounds worse than Bukowski. They're, these guys, a lot of those old writer heads, they were very like they were very masculine in a bad way. Yeah, it was just intense. I'm like, bro, you're a writer. Chill out. Anyway, all right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. Hope you're doing good out there. You have already experienced someplace underneath. It's our new show from Natalie Jean and Amber Nelson. It to come out this morning. Uh, we're so excited to be tracking the uh, the mysterious disappearance of Shelley Miskovich, which oh, is what they're currently working my on. my God. Um, we, Scientology, indeed. I just want to say thank you to everybody that started listening to LPN's Deep Dives, dude. Woo, LPN's. Thank you so much for, for me and the lizard, Holden McNeely. Um, it's meant a lot, the support that we've gotten, and we can't wait to keep rolling these motherfuckers out. Absolutely. Thanks all for supporting the new shows uh, of course we also have kind of fun I had an interview with Bobby Lashley which was a dream come true to talk to a sitting WWE champion also that but was not a sh- bit about a London based admin I, 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 that was not a bit about a Los Angeles based admin no absolutely we are looking for an admin so uh, please shoot us an email just put that in just say admin position in the subject matter so we know to look at that and that is a very real position we are looking to fill here and uh, yeah that's about uh, that's, that's about it. Keep on supporting all the shows here. That'll fucking do her, buddy. That'll do her, buddy. Yeah. You, you have to do the thing that you do now. To- oh yeah, and I love to do it. As a matter of fact, I live to do it. Yeah. Do you laugh to do it? No. No. Uh, actually, when it comes to laughter, sometimes it's important to sit and experience your emotions instead of just laughing. I agree with that. And that's, that's what why, my therapist tells me. I That's why I said I don't like jokes. But then you said, all you do is make jokes. But the thing is, I like to make jokes. I don't like, I want to watch serious stuff. Then I make the jokes. Yeah, it's fine. Absolutely. I'm just, no, I like, I'm watching more comedy and it's nice because it does help me laugh. You got me started because you I, told me about the wrong Missy. Oh, wrong Missy. And I love the wrong Missy. Lauren Lapkus Brian and David Regan's Spade. Back. And you love Brian Regan, and I have immense amount of respect for Brian Regan. <laughs> I love it. It's just hard for me to watch stand-up comedy for some reason. I don't it's, know why. I never hard. watched it. Even as a kid, I watched Sketch. I still love it. I still like some of my stand-ups when I can get it. And I watched an and I watched an old interview with George Carlin, and he was very mean. He, oh yeah, I mean, he's a serious guy. He was more of a philosopher almost than a comedian, but that's what happens. Yeah, when you, you get, get the old. feeling he would have rooted for COVID. 
Yeah, oh yeah, what? he would have loved coke. <laughs> he would have loved it. He said after he was 65, he was done. No, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he was, was yeah, like, he I was, just want to watch everyone die now. But he was also, that's his kind of his cantankerous later personality. Yeah. He was he was sillier originally, and then I think that he, a lot of it was a bit. I could have gone for a little bit more of the hippity-dippity weatherman towards the end. I love hippity-dippity weatherman. I remember that anyway. bit. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustalations. Hail me. Don't do anything to help your daughter. Don't deep fake anything. Not just fucking write her. Help her practice. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Yeah.